T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Big decisions for Howie Roseman. And for that, we turn to someone who's covered Howie throughout his career. Of course, uh, also a host of the uh, WIP Eagles pregame show, NBC Sports Philadelphia, and more, Mr. Reuben Frank. How you doing, Reuben? Hey, guys. It's a big one, Reuben. Really big one. So, Reuben, let's start with this. What is, other than Jalen Hurts, what is, in your opinion, the main thing that Howie Roseman needs to nail in free agency? Well, I mean, it's not a normal year, and – uh, you know, if he can keep one of the big three guys being Bradbury, CJ, GJ, and Hargrave, uh, that would be incredible. I just don't know if he can do it. I mean, you're not going to keep more than one. You have a chance to keep one, and you have a chance to lose all three. So, uh, you know, the the big thing in free agency is going to be relying on the young guys and drafting well because yeah. you're not going to be going out and signing guys. You you just can't do it. Ruben, do you have a gut feeling of which of the three is the most likely to be kept? You know, I really don't. You know, I, I would say probably Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. I think he's a real priority for them. And safeties, just by the nature of the position, don't make as much as interior pass rushers, interior linemen, and cornerbacks. So, I think, you know, from just a common sense standpoint, you could probably get Chauncey Garner Johnson for a few million cheaper than Bradbury and, you know, maybe seven or eight million a year cheaper than uh, Javon Hargrave. So just from that standpoint, he's probably the likeliest to come back. And he's a really good player. And, uh, you know, Sirianni loves him, loves his energy and his spirit and his playmaking. So I would say Chauncey is the most likely, but he's also, out of those three, probably the most predictable. Uh, unpredictable and a guy that at 1201 could end up signing a three-year 35 million dollar deal with the Seahawks or something so uh, it's it's so hard to predict but I would say Chauncey why do you believe that uh, Darius Slay will return as an Eagle this year because he wants to be here and they want him here and usually when those two things are in play they, they find common ground um, look, his, I mean, his agent, this is his agent who we all know uh, loves to play games. And, you know, they can't trade him because they they can't – I mean, the, the dead money is going to kill him. So uh, they want to lower that – you know, they want to lower that seven, that $26 million cap hit and that $17 million base salary. And he wants – he wants to have some security, and so I think they'll they'll find common ground. I mean, we've seen these things happen year after year, and the agents screaming this. And but I mean, obviously Slay wants to be here. I mean, he he was he was exiled in Detroit for so long on losing teams. Uh, he doesn't want to go through that again. 
and they want him here. He's still a good player, even though he, he dropped off late in the year and second half of the year. So, you know, just everything points to him coming back and, and them figuring out a way to do this. How do the Eagles rank in the NFL in dead cap money for 2023? <laughs> I think you yeah, I think you know the answer to that. They well, they have 54 million. It's <laughs> the worst. It's, it's the most dead cap money, and you know. But I mean, you you got to a Super Bowl because of that. Because of you know, they. I mean, I wrote about that in my observations. These dummy years, you know, they they spread out bonus money, uh, but they also you know come back and, and bite you a little bit. But he's worked around that before, and he'll do it again. Um, and, and the thing about Howie, this is what Howie's always been good at. It's like the personnel stuff he's gotten better at, but the cap management stuff, he's always been a wizard at that. So now you look, you got to do both to be a, a successful GM. Uh, and, the, the, you know, the second part of it has taken a while, but he's really at a point where he's a terrific personnel guy now. Uh, but, yeah, the cap management stuff, I don't worry about Howie. He'll find a way. He'll work around it. Now, they don't have a lot of guys – they can redo. That's that's yeah. an issue. You know, there's not a lot of guys. They did Jake Elliott. They can probably do Lane Johnson again and get some room. But, you know, you see some of these teams just kind of carving out cap space. They, mm-hmm. they're they're really. You know, this is real. Like this is like everything we've been saying. You know, this is this is happening. They can't go out and sign a bunch of free agents, and they can't keep their own guys. This defense is going to look really, really different next year. We're leaning so heavily into this idea that we draft a cornerback at number ten. You know that that we go the the cheap route by bringing in college kids. How have the Eagles done at drafting DBs over the last twenty years, Rube? <laughs> you're good. You're getting good at this radio stuff. Um, <laughs> Did he read an article? Is, 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 I think you read yeah, it. Yeah. So, so the last, the last uh, Pro Bowl defensive back that they that they drafted, well, other than Jordan Poyer from, you know, who who made a Pro Bowl this year with the Bills, who they drafted in the seventh round in 2013, the last Pro Bowl defensive back they drafted that made a Pro Bowl as an Eagle was it's been 20 years, 21 years since Michael Lewis and Lito wow, in that geez. 2002 draft, and Sheldon Brown in the same draft who should have been a Pro Bowler a couple of years. So. Uh, they've drafted 33 defensive backs since then, and none of them. And look, probably the best one out of the group. Gosh, who was the best? Maybe you know Jalen Mills or you know Nate Allen. I mean, that's what we're looking at here. So um, it's one position that's kind of eluded them, and they've had good luck patching with with veterans like Rodney and Malcolm and Asante. Obviously, it was before Howie was GM, but they they've you know, and uh, I mean, obviously Slay and Bradbury. Um, so they've done well with free agents, but that's kind of it's not the ideal way to go about it. And you know, you'd like to you'd like to be able to draft at that position. And they've had some misses. Now a lot of those thirty three are later round guys, yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, they they really had some big misses. You know, Sidney Jones obviously Rasul didn't work out. Rasul's had a nice career, Green Bay, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's a problem. But you can't you know you, you can't stick to that. You still got to try. Ruben Frank with us. You're listening to 94 WIP HD1 Philadelphia as we broadcast from the Tasty Cake studio. Rube, let's talk about T.G. Edwards and the Eagles linebackers through the years. We all know the deal. They have not prioritized it. We just know it. Do you think, Ruben, they will have a philosophical change and actually pay T.J. Edwards, or is it the same old, same old bye-bye to a player once he's ready to actually earn real bucks at that position? Yeah, I don't know if I'd say they haven't prioritized it. I mean, they've drafted guys high. They just haven't been very good. You know, you go back to like – But they don't pay people. Other than Bradham getting paid after 2017, they just – I mean, that's how you get Singleton and 
Nate Gary and just a bunch of skinny guys that look like me. Like you, like you gotta have someone. Like you, no, though. I'll tell you what, Matt McCoy looked. I, I stood no, next to Matt McCoy. That guy wasn't that much bigger than me. Ruben, I want to see McCoy them. Matt probably didn't work out too well. No, uh, I want to see them pay this guy and say, look, if we're gonna run a three-four defense, how about we actually pay a linebacker? Yeah, but I, I would counter that with saying they haven't really had the guys worth paying, and that's been the problem. Uh, you know, it's. To me, it's been – and, you know, in 17, I mean, Michael Kendricks was a second-round pick, and, you know, he he had a nice career here. and was He was a key guy on that Super Bowl team. I think he should have played more, actually, but I liked him better than they did. But, um, you know, they've, they've had guys um, who really aren't worth paying. Now, I think TJ is. I think TJ is a really solid player, and, and uh, he's not going to break the bank, I don't think. Uh, it's hard to tell what his value on open market will be. Uh, but, yeah, I, to me, he would be – out of all the guys that I think they could sign uh, fairly seamlessly, he'd be at the top of that list. Like, the, other than those big three guys are going to break the bank. So, yeah, I think that'll be – look, you can't – you don't have any other linebackers. I mean, Kazir White's right. not coming back, I wouldn't think. Um, you know, they like N'Kobe. I, I think N'Kobe's going to be pretty good, but – you don't have anybody else, so you're going to have to find somebody. Rube, and... what, what, what about Miles Sanders? Can the market out there be small enough for him that he actually comes back, or do you think he's gone? I think he's gone, and I do think the market will be modest for Miles, um, but I, I feel like they've moved on. I, I feel like the way the postseason went, mm-hmm. I mean, they just seem to be – you know, they seem to be enamored of Kenny Gainwell, and I understand that. He's a good player, and he was the more productive back. You know, he just was, yeah. and Miles had a great year. But, you know, Miles averaged 3.9 yards per carry over the last seven games, including the postseason. And I don't know if you want to give $7 bucks to, you know, a running back who averaged under four yards a carry down the stretch and in the postseason and was really a non-factor in the Super Bowl. And I don't know exactly you why said that happened. 3.9? Three point yeah. nine yards. I I, yeah. I would bet that three point six of those were before contact. He you know the blocking was good. Yeah, he just yeah. Wasn't... So I think there's look. He had a really nice year, I and mean, I think he really grew as a player and became a tougher inside runner, more disciplined runner. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, with all due respect, you can find running backs. You guys know that. I mean, yeah. Belichick did it for twenty years, where he would draft a guy next sixth round, give him three hundred carries. You know, wear them out and then go to the next guy and win a bunch of Super Bowls doing it. So, I don't think the running game is going to be a huge part of it. So, you know, you have Gainwell, you have Trey Sermon, who I think they really like. He was a third-round pick just last year or two years ago for the 49ers. You know, and I like Trey Sermon. Yeah, I like Trey Sermon. And I wondered where he was all season long, aside from the two carries he got. So yeah, you think two, he's going to factor in carries, more next year? Yeah. I think that was the whole idea was to get him in here, keep him on the roster so nobody could, could – just knowing all along you weren't going to have Miles next year. I think it was the long-range wow. plan was he was going to be part of the solution uh, to running back in 2023, so they kind of redshirted him. Wow. And what he, he had like 22 yards on those two carries. They're like, all right, that's enough. Let's just put him back in He's a good ball. back. He's, He's a good, good back, player. but everyone just automatically dismissed him because he didn't get the opportunity. Yeah, he didn't get much. It's hey, a really fascinating theory by Ruben. Ruben, when do you think we hear about a Jalen Hurts contract? I think it'll – I don't think it's that far off. And now what you guys were talking about just before you, you had me on was I do think they can make moves 
like like how he knows what the parameters are going to be within yeah. uh, within a few million here and there. It's just a matter of the structure and guaranteed money. So he he knows year by year what you know kind of a general idea what the cap is going to look like after this deal. And so I, I think you can still make moves. You can't maybe make a couple huge moves, but I think they have a pretty good sense what this contract will look like and this, what the structure is going to be and how much cap room they'll be available. So I think they can – like I don't think they're totally hamstrung right now as far as waiting for this deal. They can't do anything till this deal is done. They can. They can do some things. Can't do everything. Um, but, yeah, I would think – gosh, I would think in the next – you know, I thought by the combine. Obviously, that didn't happen. So um, – Sooner the better. I would think in the next couple of weeks we'll hear something. And Ruben on the quarterback spot, and some people think I'm crazy, but I'm I don't think I'm crazy. Nick Foles, would the <laughs> Eagles entertain bringing him back? They need a backup quarterback. I think he'd be pretty cheap at this point. Would do you think they should entertain bringing Nick Foles back? <laughs> no, I, I I think that. Um, no, I wouldn't. First of all, I'm not sure if he can play anymore, and I love the guy. Like one of my favorite guys I've ever covered, but of course, yeah. not sure he can be. Did you watch him last year? <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't in green. See, yeah, Joe, that, he's, he's that guy just puts, not the same guy. But Ruben, he's not he, like he was. He puts Five on an Eagles ago. uniform, and it, like magic happens. I mean yeah, it. This is ridiculous. It's been a while, and you know, it's been a while, and I wouldn't go that way. Plus, it look, Jalen Hurts can handle anything. I think he's one of the most mentally tough people I've ever seen. But it's. You don't want to bring your, a guy who's got a statue. You don't want to bring that guy uh, into that dynamic. Yeah. I, I just I don't think that's Well, how fair. about Carson then? Let him try to create a Yeah, let's bring Carson back. <laughs> There'll never be a statue of him. You don't have to worry about the dynamic. Hey, Ruben, does Car- what, what happens to Carson? Do you think he is just a backup and willingly does it or, or not? I just don't see him as a backup. Like, all the qualities you want in a backup quarterback, he doesn't have any of them. Like, you want a guy <laughs> you want a guy who can just come in and manage the game and don't try to do too much and just, you know, make smart plays. Yeah. Uh, you want a guy who is a great locker room guy and really supportive of his teammates. Um, I, I just don't, you know, I, mean, I just don't see it. I don't see how he's cut out to be that. Uh, it's hard to imagine him retiring. What was he, 30? But, I mean, I it's it's one of the craziest stories I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't know who would want him. Nobody's going to pay him as a starter anymore. And I don't think he's cut out to be a – know. now there's some coaches around the league that know him and, you know, maybe you – know, but he's already – I mean, Frank and Ron, he's already yep. burned those bridges. So um, I don't know what's going to happen to Carson Wentz. There's other leagues out there, right? they still got some of those, like – USFLs and XFLs and that stuff. But I he's saw only, Paxton. He's like hundred yeah. twenty-five million dollars. So he doesn't want to do that. It's so unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, I would not be surprised at all if he if he does retire. I, I really wouldn't because I, I don't I don't know how many alternatives there are going to be. Wild. Would you want him as a backup? He's like everything you don't want in a backup. Yeah, I just wonder Andy Reid if he would take him and just say I'm going to try to give it a shot. I don't know. It's probably a waste of time, but. There is natural talent in there. The problem is the guy's brain doesn't work. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's not but that's pr- something that coaches will, great coaches, someone like an Andy Reid, yeah. they absolutely believe that they can, with the talent given, the talent base, yeah. he's got it. Carson is so talented. They can tweak just a little bit, re reset Crazy. that attitude. I, Andy Reid could have a chance. Hey, Ruben, we'll talk to you after the dust settles and all this because it's going to be a fun week. Uh, although I'll tell you this, I think from an Eagles standpoint, it's going to be painful. I think Eagles fans better brace themselves. They're going to lose a lot of really good players. 
Yeah, you're right. It's gonna it's gonna be a tough week. I will see you guys Wednesday morning at yes. Magurks. Love it, love it. We'll see yeah. we'll see out there in Horsham on Wednesday. Thanks, Ruben. All right, guys. All right, there he Thanks. is. He Ruben amused you on the uh, Nick Foles thing. Yeah, he's, listen. Most people don't they don't bite. It's okay. They don't they don't want to agree with me. They don't. He actually gave you more respect. He than did. He should have exactly. Yeah. I you know for Rube that was you know pretty impressive. Do, yeah. So do you think it's more a non-starter because the Eagles think he stinks, or they don't want to go there? Both. Not stinks. I don't think they're ever going to say he stinks. He's just past his prime. Will it make you stop pining for it if we say it's the latter? When he he retires. He hasn't retired yet. Until he retires, I hold out hope. I'm just telling you. I mean, number three. Guys, no one thought he was coming back the second time. and He won the Eagles Eagles a Super Bowl. You're wasting your time. I mean, Ruben's saying it's been a long time. Yeah, it was a long time in 2017 when he came back after not having been here since 2014. You think he's the same Right, Seltzer? That was a long time. Yeah, he almost retired, remember? He was horrible. (laughs) He was injured when he came here. Fine. And then then he wasn't. And then they won a Super Bowl. And then they almost got there again. You think it's reasonable to expect that he can do anything close to what he did when he won the Super Bowl? All he's got to do is hit the open man. And that's what the guy does. He just drops back, and when he wears green, he gets the but open But you understand receiver. that whole process, it's, it's gotten slower and slower and slower every year. Well, and there have now been five years. I understand it hasn't worked good lately. I do get that. All right, up ahead, uh, Rob Thompson weighing in on the latest on Andrew Painter, what he said over the weekend about that, and, uh, and also Rob Thompson on the new rules in baseball. All of that plus the Eagles conversation, what you want to see how we do. On 94 WIP. Hey, this March, take a shot at college hoops with a no-sweat bet on FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. Look, it doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or if you already have an account, because right now all customers, that's right, all customers, can tip off the tourney with a no-sweat bet. Just sign up using promo code HAMMER and get in with FanDuel Sportsbook and claim yours today. Or if you're new to FanDuel, again, go to FanDuel.com slash HAMMER and get in on all the action. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point spreads, to that 5 versus 12 matchup. I've got my bracket right in front of me. Let me tell you right now, I get Alabama winning the tournament. You can lock in on that or more using FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 94 WIP. There's no better place to bet the tournament than FanDuel Sportsbook. Sign up using... Extend the life of your heater. Avoid costly repairs and lower costs to heat your home with a tune-up by Horizon Services Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electrical. Call Horizon... They'll perform a multi-point tune-up and inspection for just $79. Horizon even offers same-day service, meaning they can clean and check your entire system from top to bottom, resetting it to factory fresh conditions as soon as today. Best of all, you can save an additional $20 by booking your seasonal spring AC service for just $59. Plus, every Horizon tune-up is backed by their industry-leading no breakdown guarantee, so you're covered all season long. Don't wait. Get a guaranteed tune-up from the area's top home services team for just $79 and spring tune-up for $59. Call 800-999-1995 or book in seconds at horizoneasybook.com. Brought to you by University Health Cooper University Healthcare. About four hours away from the ironically named legal tampering NFL period about to start. Howie Roseman reportedly trying to keep some of the big names on the Eagles' extensive list of free agents, notably Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. ESPN's Jeremy Fowler says the birds are making a big push for him. Meantime, CBS Sports' Jacina Anderson says the Eagles asked James Bradbury to give them a chance to match any free agent offer he gets. Sixers cruise to a fifth consecutive victory. 
beating the Wizards 112-93. At Cooper University Healthcare, you don't need to be an elite athlete to get advanced sports medicine care. Make your by Window Nation. Rain a high of 46. It is currently 39. Beat the rush with off-season pricing at Window Nation. Get two windows free with every two you buy and pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com. To stream 94WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94WIP. All right, Jody Cameron, John Rich on a big day for the Eagles in the entire NFL. Start a free agency today at noon. Legal tampering period. Deals can become official on Wednesday. Uh, as has been uh, discussed through the show, but I'll say it again, the James Bradbury was uh, corresponding with Josina Anderson over the weekend. Josina Anderson put up a tweet of a quote from Bradbury. Here's the quote Bradbury said. He said, uh, I know there's definitely interest in the Eagles. I would love to play for the Eagles. I definitely see how bright the future is for the team. I'm just waiting to hear on the exact terms from them. I believe they're also waiting for what the market tells as well because I'm also anticipating interest from other teams too. So they told me whoever calls, just make sure I also give them the chance to match, which all makes sense. And I'm sure they've said that to Gardner Johnson and to Hargrave and, you know, perhaps to T.J. Edwards. Maybe and a bunch not of Hargrave. <laughs> well, but I think you always just say just, just – Come back to us and let us know. And in the end, it's going to be a no, Rhea, I yeah. think. You know, you brought up an interesting question earlier. Let's just all drill down here. Let's just go on the record. You asked earlier, Rhea, mm-hmm. to John what player he think. I, I don't even know if John answered. Like, who is the player, other than Jason Kelsey, that you think is the most likely to be re-signed by the Eagles? Mm-hmm. Most likely? Uh, I Gardner- didn't answer that. Uh, I no. did not answer Okay. okay. Yeah. So, who is it? It's Gardner Johnson for me. Yeah, I think that's actually the right answer. I I, I think it, it's a mixture of things. The the performance level that he displayed. I think it's Marcus Epps. In a short period of time. I think wow, it's Mar- really? Wow. I think Marcus, it's Marcus Epps' price tag along with TJ Edwards, they're both guys who are easier to get and, and make sense actually, to Actually, maybe it's Boston Scott. Yeah, I think it's someone like that. I mean, I think of maybe the big Boston. names, I yeah. think they're right. I think CJGJ is the most likely of the, the big type names we've talked about, even TJ Edwards in there. But I agree with you. I think, I mean, Boston Scott, I think, will be back. Unless the Giants do what they should have done, like, forever. Three, they like, just what are you doing? Him. Just say, even if you're not going to play him, <laughs> sign him and, and just put him in street clothes. They're but, rumored to be interested in TJ Edwards. I know. Which I know you don't like. I, I don't, because I like that <laughs> yeah. guy. I want... And for what it's worth, Elliot has said that if he had to bet on two guys who Gannon would want to sign, it'd be Edwards and Epps. So those are, you know, two Gannon yeah. type guys. Too. And they're culture dudes. Yeah, Those and, guys see, are good and coaches guys. do that. They bring a dude who, you know, Zach Pascal is here for that reason. That's a good point, James. All right, let's go to the phone. So there's a lot about this Eagles free agency thing you can weigh in on, who you want to see them prioritize, who you want to see them turn away from. Also, we'll get to more of Rob Thompson from that interview on Friday with John and Ike uh, on Andrew Painter and more. All right, all that ahead. Let's go to Colin right now in Washington Township. What's up, Colin? Yeah, what up? Hey, Colin. Hey, so – I think we uh, need to get a running back. I, I think Sanders is done. I mean, he had the brace. I don't know if he was hurt again. We can't trust him, but I don't want to go into next year trusting Kenny Gainwell to be my primary ball carrier. He can do some good things out of the backfield, but, I mean, we talked about him a lot of years, a disappointment, someone who 
hadn't taken a step. Uh, so maybe that's it's true. Up until about really... December, he felt like one of the guys that took one of the biggest steps backwards. He had. Yeah. And it, it went all the way back to training camp when they, the Eagles, expected him to do more. They, they were increasing his role. When we saw them at camp, they were using him like they had with Darren Sproles back when we first started doing camp. Yeah. Where they were, you know, lining him up outside, motioning him outside. They had packages specifically for Kenny Gainwell, and then he didn't perform well enough to justify using those packages for the majority of the season. Yeah, I mean, it got to the point where early in the year they tried to. They, they, well, actually, they didn't try. They did make Miles Sanders the bell cow back. Like no one else got carries. It was him and Hertz. That was it. Uh, so, true. you know, like I said, may- maybe Sermon's the guy. I really liked him. I thought he should have been up for Scott this past year because, I mean, I don't know. I like Scott. Trey Sermon. I, he's a different kind of back, and he runs really hard. He's a thumper. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Yeah, he can help us. He definitely brings something different to the table, something that we didn't have. And if, if, there's not, if they're not going to let us push Jalen Hurts anymore, I mean, he's still going to be the best in the game at QB sneaks, but it would be nice to have a – Another option, too, for yeah. the short yardage. Colin, give me a big answer. As we, uh, you know, the Oscars last night did not have a red carpet. They literally changed the color of the carpet, which was so dumb. What was a dumb idea? Uh, I would say uh, probably, actually, I had it in my head. I forgot it. Um, I'll say thinking Ben Simmons didn't need to shoot. You got it, man. All right, Colin, appreciate the call. So would, the, would the carpet last night be better if it wasn't off-white? It's just, why are we reinventing the wheel? Yeah, don't, if it ain't broke. It's a red carpet. Number one, you can't have a, a basically, I mean, I know it's champagne, a white carpet with shoes walking on it that's going to be, they had to, at some so point. So it actually looked dirty Yeah, and they gross. were cutting out as pieces it of it <laughs> and it cleaning along. it as they went along. Really? These dumbbells didn't realize. Wow. Let me see. It's a carpet. Hundreds of people will be walking, yeah. and it'll be on TV. Yeah. It's crazy I didn't think of that. Like, I think of that. If, like, if I uh, if I have, like, white shoes, I'm like, oh, these are going to get dirty real quick. Like, it, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, listen, I guess the red probably gets a little dirty also. But, you can't but notice it's not the tell. same. Yeah. No, it's just Do a black carpet or something then if that's an issue. So stupid. All right, let's go to Chris in Northeast Philadelphia. Hi, Chris. Hey, what's up, guys? Hi, Chris. Um, uh, first off, Richie, yeah, you definitely would uh, love everything everywhere all at once, I think. It, it was hilarious and great action. You got to wow. take that one out. I will. Yeah. Um, uh, so on, on to my uh, Eagles point. I don't know. After all the news I've heard, like over the weekend, Rhea's updates and stuff, um, I, I think it's pretty likely we're going to keep at least one of these guys. I think it's going to be CJ, personally. I think they're all um, gone. Uh, Chris, I think they're all gone. I See, I don't. I, I think that's crazy, Joe. The fact that everyone's just falling into this trap, saying it's going to be really hard, how he has to navigate a, a difficult stretch here. He's been planning for this stretch. I know he hasn't laid the groundwork. He didn't pick favorites during the regular season. But I think he's got an idea in his mind what Jalen's going to get and what he wants to pay these other guys as well. And it will fall into place, but it's just a different order of things this year. You don't trust Howie, do you, Joe? I do. I, I think these players are too good. That's the problem. I think these players are so good that they're going to get money that the Eagles just don't have. I, Chris, the thing is, and it's my biggest but point. How we can make money? How he how he manufactures money? You know what he's going to do? He he's he extends guys. He's going to get guys from other teams that we either haven't heard of or don't know much about, and and it's going to be some of that. It's going to be the next wave of what he considers undervalued players that 
hopefully become the next Hargrave or Gardner Johnson or Bradbury. But part of that is a part of that equation is you at you keep a couple of the, Listen, the older guys. I would love it. I just think they're going to get a lot of money, and I think it's going to be walkaway money for Howie. That's just my prediction. Chris, what do you got on the Oscars last night? Oh, it was just uh, I was just wanted to uh, let let Richie know to check that movie out. Oh, and, yeah. and let, 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 like uh, James said, Joe, I don't know if you'll like it because you're always a wild card. I don't know what what, what the hell you like. I doubt I will. Joe. Look, I saw Creed three yesterday, and I didn't like that that much. Wow, it's got it's getting well. amazing reviews. It's so, like amazing it's reviews. So formulaic. Wow, it's you, it's too much. Well, everything everywhere all at once is not formulaic. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying Creed three was bad. I'm just saying, I mean, we're in the Rocky franchise. But thing. Joe. Come on. Come on. You like a formula. You watch Hallmark movies every year. I'll, as Do you soon really? As wrong yeah, oh, yeah. I because love of the formula. Really? Love them. Great so point now by you, Richie. you can't love say them. it's formulaic, so I dislike it because you like formula. It was too predictable. That's all I'm telling you. All right, Chris, give me an answer, man. What was a bad idea? What was Creed it? wins. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bad idea? Um, choosing uh, Brett Brown and Ben Simmons over Jimmy Butler. Oh. Yeah, dumb idea. Yeah, going going Ben over Jimmy. That's not a bad answer. A lot of Sixers answers today, unsurprisingly. You're right. What does that tell you? Um, I'll tell you what's a good idea, having Jimmy Kimmel do the Oscars. I thought he did a really nice job last night. Uh, and frankly, I thought he would have done, though, more on the Will Smith thing from last year. He, he touched on it. A couple nice little jabs in here. Let's listen to Jimmy Kimmel sort of revisiting the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing from a year ago. We know this is a special night for you. We uh, want you to have fun. We want you to feel safe. And most importantly, we want me to feel safe. So we have strict policies in place. If anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show, you will be awarded the Oscar for Best Actor (laughs) and permitted to give a 19-minute long speech. No, but seriously, the Academy has a crisis team in place. If anything unpredictable or violent happens during the ceremony, just do what you did last year. Nothing. Sit there and do absolutely nothing. Maybe even give the assailant a hug. And if any of you get mad at a joke and decide you want to come up here and get jiggy with it, it's not going to be easy. There are a few of my friends who are going to have to get through first. It's a great point. No one did anything last year. It's a great point, It's like man. an assault on the stage, and everyone just stayed there, like yeah. thousands of people. Just well, like, putting you know in those terms was clever. Yeah, there was a reason why nothing was done. What, people didn't want to touch Will Smith. Well, he was if hot. If it had been any other actor, he was anybody re- else, they would something would have been done. Unbelievable. I, I just think it's one of those things where in the moment they didn't know how to react I or agree. what to do. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people we talked about might have thought it was a bit for at least a while. Yeah. Before, I agree. You yes. know, yeah. it also happened fast. The actual on stage, yeah, yeah it was like slap. like that. Yeah, it was yeah. really quick. I thought Kimmel missed a mark at the end when he signed off. Very and Kimmel did a great job. I thought he could have ended it with. And in nine years, nine years from now, Will Smith is eligible to attend the Oscars. <laughs> You're right. And that would have been a good line. Do a, yeah. ca- a countdown, like every year until then. Hey, Twitter poll question today. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Armin Chevrolet celebrating their 23rd anniversary. It's Truck Month at Armin Chevrolet. Find new roads at ArminChevy.com. Today's question, would you like Nick Foles to be back as the Eagles' backup quarterback? A, yes, B, no. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. And if you saw the Oscars last night and want to weigh in, please do. There were some good moments. Um, Look, I'll say this. Angela Bassett was really unhappy to not win that award. Wow. I mean, livid. She she was. was And you never see that. Like, they are, these are professional actors, they are trained to to smile or clap in that situation. And she was like, uh uh. 
I ain't doing it. And it was too bad also because Jamie Lee Curtis had one of the best reactions of the night. So it created a it was, it was awkward. It was you yeah, know. and look, both are are legends yeah. in Hollywood, you know. And they're yeah. both going for their first Oscar ever. Both for their first Oscar. So there was yeah. there was a lot last night going on. Um, much of it was really good. I mean, I thought Kimmel did a great job. I thought it was look. The middle of it got slow, and as it always does. And you're right, James. They should have had something to pizzazz it up. Yeah, just a bit or two. Like when he's asking the questions to celebrities. Like that was funny. Do that one more time or something. Yeah, something else because it did. You had about an hour and fifteen minutes in there. It just kind of drifted away. All right, let's go to Dewey and Royersford. How you doing, Dewey? Good. How you doing? Great, Dewey. How you doing, Joe? Hey, John. Hey, James. Hi, up, hey, Nice, nice to talk to you guys. Um, just want to make an Eagles point. Um, I think they first of all, I think they should sign uh, Gardner Johnson. I think that's a smart move, keeping him. He's a great player. Um, I know you guys might disagree with this, some of you, but I think we should keep Darius Slay, pay him. Um, you want Hargrave we'll say, also? So you, want Br- now, Hargrave, you want Bradbury? Hargrave's gone. Hargrave's gone. I mean, yeah. I'd love to have him, but I agree a couple of you guys said. We, Howie's not going to pay all that money. You're going to have to pay that guy. So, no, Hargrave's you're gone. Saying, you're saying extend Darius Slay? Restructure. Give him what he wants? Restructure, I would do. Restructure. Yeah. I meant, John, I meant, yeah, what James just said, I meant restructure. Mm-hmm. But pay him good. I know he's got a goofy personality. So what? He's a great player. A lot of these guys, uh, they're – they have a big ego. Remember I told you that? That, that position, a lot of them, they're going to have a big ego, just like wide receivers do. Mm-hmm. goes to the territory. So if uh, people have a hard time with his personality, too bad. He's a great player. He, he backs it up. But he, he does. He talks the he, talk he, and he walks the walk. If he is getting it, older, though. and that's, good, that's... Uh, uh, Well, he's still got another good year or two. So anyway, uh, quick with the draft. We, we only got six picks. So I'm going to say corner with the first pick. D-tackle with the second pick in the first round. Second round pick, that's when we get our, you know, I, I say we get linebacker, that Drew Sanders from Arkansas, if he's available. Uh, third round pick, best offensive line available, you mean a guard or tackle. And then I know you were saying you wanted Nick Foles, Joe. Mm-hmm. I think he's past his prime. Uh, I, I, was, I don't yeah. usually look at the draft in terms of, you know, the late rounds. But I did because you guys brought up quarterback. And uh, this guy from Houston, you know, he's a Cougar. His name's Clayton Toon. I know he's got a funny name. Better be better than Clayton Thorson. And uh, I got a funny name, so who cares? <laughs> he had 40 touchdowns, all right, third in the country. They're saying he might be around with our, our first pick in the seventh round. We got two picks. And uh, the guy runs a 4 six forty, so you can run two. And uh, if he's there, that's when you get our backup quarterback. Yeah, my issue with that though, Dewey, is what do you like about that? Go ahead. I don't. What I don't like about that is I have a chance to win a Super Bowl, and I don't want to have to go to a seventh round rookie if Jalen Hurts gets injured. Look, I want. I want hey, to love that we're talking seventh answer. round draft picks. You're not a five and twelve football team. Your team's got a shot to win a title. Joe, you can't. Ready? No, I understand. It makes sense what you said. But you can't go through every year assuming your quarterback's going to get hurt. Well, Jalen it's not Hurts about assuming. Tough, it's man. preparing. He can't, he's not going to get hurt. Dewey, the Eagles have gone to a backup quarterback about 20 of the last 30 years. So j- just know there's a reason why they prioritize planning for it because it happens a lot. Dewey, give me an answer. What was a dumb idea? I thought it was dumb how those Mayflower vans moved the Baltimore Colts in the middle of the night. Uh, I disagree with that. I mean, the Mayflower people got paid. 
<laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's I a, like what you did there. It's a poor presentation. What are you yeah. going to turn it down? Nice. All right, come. Although it might have hurt them locally. I mean, John, if there's a company. You're right, actually. Yeah. yeah, it's a good point. So maybe it was dumb, actually. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Uh, think about it. Hey, coming up in one minute, Rob Thompson on Andrew Payne or Rob Thompson on the new rules in baseball. Hey, let me tell you about my friends and the wonderful people at Family and Company Jewelers in Marlton, New Jersey. If you are thinking about getting engaged, and I know many out there right now are, uh, look no further than Family and Company Jewelers. You hear me talking about them all the time. And you got to see their showroom. It's an unbelievable showroom. you got to see it to believe it on Route 70 in Marlton, New Jersey. If you are shopping for that perfect engagement ring, Get yourself to the spot with a top five-star rating on Google with over 2,000 reviews. Angelo, I, and the entire team there at Family and Company Jeweler, Jewelers, no one else comes close to that sort of review process. The top five-star rating on Google. So get the gal of your dreams, the ring of her dreams, a ring from Family and Company Jewelers, South Jersey's diamond destination. Well, we're hoping that um, there's a ring in the future for Andrew Painter as a Phillies pitcher with Nolan, Wheeler, and Ranger and all that. But we know that, you know, there's been this Andrew Painter injury situation. We found out, I think, it was was it after our show After on our show. Everything yeah. happened, like, literally two minutes after our show on Friday. Yeah, it was, it was like a Slade, tr- Slade trade thing. Yeah. Yeah. that. Yes. Yep. So, you know, they're going to shut Painter down for a period here. It's, it doesn't look like the end of the world, but it's also not great. I mean, apparently it is a tear, uh, officially. So, Marks and Reese had Rob Thompson on their show on Friday, they talked to Rob Thompson about the Andrew Painter situation. I was pleasantly surprised to hear this answer from Rob Thompson on Friday. How yeah. confident are you that with being shut down for four weeks and rest and rehab that he's going to be okay this year? Uh, I'm very confident, to tell you the truth, and, and happy that you know he doesn't have to have surgery. So we have good people around here, great doctors and medical staff, and uh, they're going to take care of him. I mean, that's pretty good, John. I don't know if it's that simple. Hmm. But at least it sounds good. James, is it that simple? I mean, we'll see. It's all about him resting and then seeing how the arm responds when he starts to throw again. It certainly could be that simple. Like, this could not be that big a deal. It also could be a big deal, you know? So I, I think I think this is positive news. Considering what we heard, we found out that the delay was just because they wanted Boris's doctor to see him and he was on vacation or whatever. So I, I'm I'm much more positive about this than I was, you know, a week ago. We well, that's good. Ago. That's good. All right, more from uh, Rob Thompson because he also talked about the new rules, and he had an interest, really fascinating answer of why he thinks the players will eventually like the new rule quite a bit about the pitch clock. Here's what Rob Thompson said: We we talked a lot this all season about some of the rule changes and who does it impact more, you no know, hitter versus pitcher. 
not a lot of discussion has been about how does it impact the managers uh, and how they handle the game, in game. What do you envision? How do you view, view some of the rules? Good, good changes? Or? I, I like it, and I think the players are going to like it at some point because once they get completely comfortable with it, I mean, we're, we're, you're going to see two-hour and 15-minute games. And I think when players leave the ballpark at, at uh, you know, 9.30 instead of 11.30 or 10.30, I think they're going to enjoy it, you know. Um, but I could really feel it myself as the manager the first couple of games. It just seemed like it was so quick you couldn't. But now my mind's adjusting to it, and it's going to be fine. I love it, John. I mean, that's the essence of it. Quicker game. Uh, less yeah, wa- less waste of time. Uh, yeah, and, and there are certain things that we haven't seen. Like, I haven't seen a pitcher shake a call off and then be, like, without a pitch yet. You know, I've watched a lot of these games. I've yet to see a, a crate, like, all hell break loose on the mound because they're pushed so fast with this clock that they don't know what they're throwing. Yep. That, that hasn't happened. So that's to their credit. They are they're managing this well, and they'll only get better at managing it. I, I think I think his point is a good one. I mean, it's I love it. I just flat out love it. Let's go to the phones. You can react to Does any... anyone not love it. I mean, aside well, from Rhea, the pictures, you don't love it, right? Pictures don't love I, it. I I have lots of concerns about it. Am I, am I in favor of the game being shorter? Absolutely. I just know we've got a Phillies game in the ninth inning, and there's a strike called or a ball called in a key spot. There's going to be chaos. But the rule's the rule. I understand that. I'm just telling you my thoughts. I mean, here's the deal. Yeah. Like, when the clock hits zero yeah. in pro football, when the when the, the play clock no. goes to zero, there's no arguing. It's like... There's it, a clock. There's you a clock. You can see. Like, you can yeah, see exactly. it ticking down. Exactly. When the pitcher, if he's holding it and it's ticking down, That's like, your it's, fault. it's very straightforward. I mean, uh, Rhea, uh, I, I'm I, telling you, I, I'll be anti-Phillies batter yeah. and anti-Phillies pitcher. If the Phillies pitcher or the Phillies batter complains, well, of if course, they didn't do their job. You will be because one of the one who's probably going to struggle the most with it, Bryce Harper. So you'll just continue on your anti-Bryce no, Harper. No, 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 no. That was a couple <laughs> years ago. Bryce has turned the corner. He finally did what I said he should do. And ah, there that's, you go. Let's play like a truly just, great player. I, I have my concerns. That's all. <laughs> all right, let's go to Mike in Douglasville. What's going on, Michael? Hey, how you guys doing? Great, Mike. So I wasn't going to call in today, but to be honest with you, I had to. And I'm going to rip you guys a little bit here. Okay. Joe, Joe, let me tell you, man. If you were an NFL GM, I feel sorry for that fan base. You want to bring back Nick Foles and Shady Mc- – or Shady, Jesus. Um, Miles, Miles Sanders, Sanders. As, your, uh, as your plan for the so, offseason? So $3 million, <laughs> six years – two years, six million. You wouldn't do Miles Sanders with that? For two fumbles, two injuries or- – what, maybe four or five he had a good year, Mike. No, I'm good. Mike, Bring back Boston Scott. Well, I, I'd like to see him retained as well. You can get Boston Scott for probably about a million less, and you know at least when he has the ball, he's going to hold on to it. He's never injured. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, heck, just playing for two games a year, you know you got two wins there. Yeah, but the difference with that, Mike, is we don't know that Miles Sanders, excuse me, that Boston Scott wouldn't get injured if he touched the ball 250 times a year. I mean, well, I mean, see, Miles again, Sanders. I mean, we know Miles does. We know we, Miles we, has been unreliable. But here's physically. my Mike. Here's my frustration with this Miles Sanders conversation. It, it it strikes me like a lot of people are glossing over the fact that he had a really good season. He was I, good. I acknowledge, I acknowledge no. he had a good season, but I also yes, acknowledge John, yes. the other three no. seasons. 
he had a good season. I think you, if you replace those reps with some other back, he has a very good season also. I think if Boston Scott would have gotten the carries he, that, that Miles got, he would have performed extremely well because the blocking is impeccable. That offensive line does such a great job. These backs get four yards before they're touched. Absolutely. I mean, what was uh, Miles Sanders' number yards before he got touched, like 3.6 yeah, or something like it that? it was, was way up what there. Was, what was his yards uh, per carry? Five? Okay, so he gained a yard on his own? Yeah. Everything else was just the offensive line. The stats now, were something like he was at the top of the league. He was the top running back in yards before contact, and then yards after contact, he was in the 20s, like 25th or something along those he lines. He did do a much better job, though, this year, Mike, of just hitting it. Whereas in yeah, past years, he was dancing. He I, I think he did mature Until in that way. Until the most important game of I, the season. I agree. Mike, give me a great answer. What was a dumb idea? About, um, actually, I accidentally said his name earlier. That's why it was on my mind. Trading Shady for Kiko. Yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work at all. But didn't Kiko, like, didn't that eventually lead to getting Carson Wentz? Yeah, he was part of the, the trade with Miami to hop up from 13 to 8, him Byron Maxwell. But it doesn't justify. No, the trade. definitely not. No, it was, it's yeah. like saying no. that Tobias Har- to get Tobias That's Harris, right. you had yeah. to trade the Mikel Bridges pick. It doesn't justify trading Mikel Bridges. No, he traded Shady and, and Deshaun because he didn't like them. That's I mean, correct. That's, that's, the only, that's the only way to ever look no, at that. No, you're right. Kiko had an interception in that Falcons game in his first game, and it was a great interception on an underthrown pass. And then after that, he didn't make a play the rest of the season. That guy stunk. Let's go to Ken. Uh, excuse me, Ben in Millville. Hi, Ben. The camera. How do you remember what Kiko, whatever his name, did? Like, dude, Matt cares? Matt Ryan under. And by the way, Kiko was beat on the play, but Matt Ryan underthrew it. And Kiko intercepted the ball. So, this is part of what makes the hammer the hammer. By the way, I am on a it's roll and beat the hammer. You have been. Really. It's useless knowledge. It's also the game Byron Maxwell was getting absolutely torched by Julio Jones. And we're all like, uh-oh. Byron Maxwell. Uh-oh. We got a big problem here with this Byron Maxwell guy. Hey, hey, Joey. You're looking a little dapper there at the South Jersey All Sportsman's uh, Hall of Fame thing. I put on the suit this weekend, man. I saw you. I saw you. I'm was it the very same tux of... you were wearing on not a tux. Thursday and Friday? Just a suit. <laughs> Just a suit. Hmm. You look. You look very good standing next to. Uh, oh, who made that the suit? Eagles great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ben. I don't think I belong. I was in a photograph. It was me, Jaws, uh, Mike Quick, Car- Harold Carmichael, Carmichael, Vermeil, and Sal Pal. Wow. I'm like, I don't think I belong in this photo i'm not worthy yeah, yeah, yeah. i knew the i knew the photo uh, photographer at that event he sent me all the pictures and i was like it's a, uh, it's <laughs> look a great ev- it is. great event you were m you were mc and how did you do did you stumble did you fumble did you babble a lot go um i think i hung in there number 500 i i hung in there ben ben what do you got on the eagles or phillies or oscars talk to us Oscars, hey, that uh, I forget who did the memoriam of a in memoriam of all the Oscars people. But to realize, hey, you know, all the famous people that we know that passed, but everybody that was involved in all the mu- movie making, you know, from costume design, and you know, it's great that they show tribute to that. I thought that was really nice, and then you know, t- tugged at the heartstrings there. Yeah. But and there were five or six notable names. It was Angela Lansbury. It was. Uh... 
Uh, Olivia Newton-John yep. was in there. Yep. Um, there were a few other big ones. There were a yeah. few. It wasn't like a haymaker. No, year, it wasn't a, a big year from that. Although yeah. maybe the best line of the night was Kimmel's line about 30 minutes beforehand, saying, "What do you think the odds are that Robert Blake's in this?" I know. That was an amazing <laughs> line. Amazing line. <laughs> Great. All right, Ben, give me an answer. What was a dumb idea? Dumb idea. The inventor, the inventor himself, hates for inventing it. The invention of K cups. All right, you got it. What is that, John? Do we know that? K-cups. Oh, you know, is that the, the coffee The coffee, yeah. You brew them. Oh, they're horrible. Coffee with those little with. cups. The little things you stick little in. cups that have coffee ground. Okay. Stick it in the little, like, the container or the spot for the container, and it just makes the coffee. They're all so it didn't work? Oh, it no, it worked. works really well. Well, why is it a dumb idea? It's terrible know. coffee. Oh, terrible yeah. coffee. Well, then there you no. go. All right, coming up in one minute, more phone calls here on all these topics. Uh, probably not on coffee, though. That's coming up. In one minute. Hey, I'm very excited to uh, to tell you about, and I know Angela's been talking about him for years and how great Andy and Brett Levine are and the entire team at MHS Lift, and they are wonderful. I decided to head over there. It was a couple weeks ago to their offices and see for myself, get to know the guys, get to know their business. And from the minute I walked in, I was blown away. You step through the door, and the first thing you see is this uh, big board with the number of years and the names of the employees for who's worked there, how many years, five years, ten years, all the way up to 40 years. It's a testament to how great a company it is that the family has built at MHS Lift and the employees and, and, and the great work they, they turn in. Then, of course, you, you turn the corner there, and there's a showcase with all the awards that MHS Lift has won as a company, like the Crown and Unicarrier's Top Dealer Awards. It's extremely impressive. But what also impressed me and impressed me a ton is the M- MHS Lift, they got core values that they stand by as a company, and those values are how they run their company. As I was walking around there a couple weeks ago, you see the offices, you see the warehouses, the warehouse, and it's all about a team working together for the customer. It's about ownership that cares for their employees. So if you are looking for a forklift, if you're looking for a uh, warehouse assessment, or if your equipment needs repairs and maintenance, call a tremendous company, MHS Lift, at 888-MHS-LIFT or go to mhslift.com. Once again, that is mhslift.com. All right, to the phones, let's talk to uh, to Ken in South Jersey. How you doing, Ken? Good morning. How are you today? Great, Ken. I did not watch the Oscars. I haven't watched the Oscars in 25 years, so I have nothing for you. It was pretty good, Ken. It was a pretty solid the, night. It really was. The dripping self-righteousness is something that I yeah. can no longer tolerate. Yep. <laughs> so, I'm with you. Uh, but I, I do have a recommendation for you guys if you like uh, if you like Monty Python kind of humor at all. Sure. Um, it's just it's just five episodes on Netflix. It's called Kunk on Earth. Hmm. It's uh, each episode is twenty eight minutes long. Um, it's hilarious. It's it's just hilarious. So check it out if you've got a spare twenty eight minutes Kunk? for the first episode. Kunk on Earth. All right. K-U-N-K. I'll check it out. Kunk on Earth. It's a it's a condensed history of the world that is. Um, not exactly accurate, but it sure is funny. Okay, so. good. Cool. All right. Um, I asked James, do you guys replay the same draft, pre-draft conversations from year to year on a loop? Because we're <laughs> always talking about linebackers and running backs in the second round. And, you know, obviously the Eagles are not going to do that. Um, they're, they're, I don't care. If they well, first off, Yeah, but there's there's so many there's so many running backs. We talked about this on Friday. There's so many running backs out there. To, to, when you only have five picks in the draft this year, which they do, 
although I think they should trade that second first-round pick. They should trade that back for some more mid-round picks. But I'm actually pretty, pretty excited about the Bears trading back to nine because, to me, what that signals is the Bears are absolutely one, one spot ahead of the Eagles. The Bears are probably going to pick Witherspoon out of Illinois. And, and if they do, I really think there's a really good chance that Christian Gonzalez is sitting there at 10. And if he is sitting there at 10, they have got to grab him. And if they don't trade Darius Slay, I, I really think there's a chance they're going to cut Darius Slay. Um, and I would rather have Bradbury anyway because I think Bradbury is just a better player. So I, I have no problem with any of it. I'm glad that they asked Bradbury, you know, give us a chance to match any offer you get because I'd rather have him than, than Darius Slay. And it's got nothing to do with Slay's personality or his mouth or anything like that. It's all about what happens on the field. I think Bradbury's a better player. I think I, they're very comparable. John's with you, though. I Yeah, I like Bradbury a lot. Uh, tough player, uh, does all the dirty work. I, I just can't imagine, though, this, the idea that they would cut Darius Slay no. with his contract. It just it, it can't work. It can't 26 work. $26 million. Yeah. $26 million against the cap. I mean, I yeah. don't know how much of that would be. Would, would would be a cap hit if they cut him, but the dead uh, cap know, would be twenty one point two six. Oh wow! I mean, they're obviously ready to move on from him, and and I just think you know if you can get something of value for him, maybe some mid round picks. Yeah. I, I'm getting more and more excited about the prospect of the Eagles actually actually snatching Christian Gonzalez. That that kid looks like he is a star day one in the NFL. All right, Ken, so give smooth. me you got a shot to win the hundred dollar gift card and the uh, Trey Turner. T-shirt. What was a dumb idea, like the red carpet no longer being red last night? The guy who decided that he was going to go live with the Grizzly Bears and then in a rare, shocking turn of events got eaten by the Grizzly Bears, that was uh-huh. a really, really dumb idea. Yeah. yeah who's, I don't even know who's, yeah. who's he talking about. I don't remember his name, but it was. I think it was even on film, you know, that this guy, he was trying to be, you know, live in close proximity to the Bears. Not the cocaine bear, though? Not the cocaine bear, but the bear ended up eating him. All right. Well, it's kind of like the, the dude in Australia. I mean, he w- wanted to get near, you know, crocodiles and all, and then he died. Yeah. Steve Irwin, you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. I mean, yeah. dumb idea. That was idea. a stingray, right? Yeah, I yeah. believe so. Yeah. It's yeah. like a stingray through the heart. I mean, I'm Oof. not trying to be rude, but it's like, dude, kind of brought it on yourself. Yeah. You kind of know what you're getting. Right? I mean. When you get close to a grizzly bear. And who was the guy that got his face? Not you, Seltzer, with the dog. But what was yeah. that? Uh, oh, Siegfried and Roy, right? Wasn't yeah. it the oh, tiger God, attacked yeah. one of them? Siegfried, maybe? You just couldn't pay me enough. Like, get in a cage with a tiger. No. I'm good. Like, there's, I, don't, yeah. I don't have any desire for that. What's the best outcome here? The, the tiger doesn't attack me. That's the best outcome. Although cool. they probably do get paid a lot of money, James. Yeah, you're right. Listen, money. I try to clip the nails on my pit bull, and she just ain't having. It's not a, it's not a pleasant experience. So, what is that like? <laughs> it's, it's difficult. I mean, <laughs> is, is the pit bull? She's super. Fr- she's like okay. the chillest dog ever. But when she sees the nail clippers come, all of a sudden she's like, "Yeah, I don't think so." Wow. So between me and my brother, who's a big dude. It's like, you know, we try to, you know, give tri- all that kind of stuff. Kind of like Richie's hair. John, what's the deal with the hair here, man? I mean, is this hair going to just keep going? Or is I don't there, know. Is there Never an- cutting again? I I don't know, guys. I mean, I'm seriously considering just chopping it all off. Whoa. I don't know. Maybe it's a thing we could Ooh, do. I like where your head's I, at. I've, actually, I've been thinking about uh, what are the strange things we could do for it as, you know, for show purposes. Yeah. <laughs> 
like the Anakin Skywalker side braid. Ooh, you know, the Jedi I do. Padawan side yeah. braid. Thing. Lean into that. I think you look that. awesome we with that. We could do that. I, I, uh, in the past, when I've cut it all off, I one time I left a rat tail, which was <laughs> unbelievably bad. Yeah, it's like hard. And idea. I think I told you about it. I was reprimanded by Bill Romanowski, who was on my team in Oakland. Yep. Uh, we had won our first four games of the season. We then lost four in a row. In the last one, it just so happened to, uh, I scored a touchdown in that game, the, the, the losing streak. Okay. And on the jumbotron, as I was crossing the goal line, you could see the rat tail bouncing out the back <laughs> of my, my helmet. And I'm, I swear to you, the crowd gasped. You're a weird guy, the man. The crowd gasped. They saw the rat tail. <gasps> It, it all at once. That's amazing. And after the game, Bill Romanowski said, "Cut the rat tail. It's a distraction to our team." You're serious? <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Oh my God. Yeah, that's all. That's but, unbelievable. You know, we could do something along those lines. Hey, listen, you're willing to lean in on that? I'd be I've willing to power through. It wouldn't breed. distract me. You could do I mean, it James, power through. Here's the weird thing: our our, our boy's single now. Like, you yeah, know, for those true. that don't know, yeah. you know, divorce. Oh, he's talked yeah. about it. I'm just looking out for John and his, you know, his future. With, you don't think the paddle with the ladies side <laughs> helps with the ladies? <laughs> and he's talking about you know taking one for the team with a rat tail. <laughs> Up to you, man. Up to you, big guy. Jared Cameron, yeah. John Ritchie, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. One of the Eagles players weighed in on Miles Sanders on that situation. What was said, you'll hear it next on 94 WIP. Here's your invitation to experience everything Alexis makes you feel, from exhilarating performance to endless capability to inspiring electrification. Now through April 3rd. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.